0: And you're listening to Stupid Genius. Genius. Stupid Genius. Welcome to episode four. I know, crazy. Crazy. I wonder what you think we're going to talk about, but we'll get into that later. Let's talk we about will. our stupids. Yeah, I think you should go first. Okay, I've got one stupid which was... Uh, I, I feel like you're going to not say it's that... Both stupids are not that stupid. Okay. But um, started my supervisory meeting, monthly meeting with... How's everyone? And I'm like, yeah, how's you? And I was like, yeah, good. Finally, it's like I don't feel that like, stressed. I feel pretty relaxed, and I feel pretty like, yeah, I'm pretty happy. And they were like, "Oh, you shouldn't say that." And you're and I was like, "Wait, but no, I mean like, I'm managing my time better. I feel, I feel on track. I feel good. I feel motivated. All those sort of things is what I was trying to say. But I was basically just going like, not bothered. Yeah, not bothered. <laughs> I feel pretty relaxed. So, like, genuinely want you to feel stressed? No, I think they were like. But is there an element Joking. Of like... But I reckon they were like, oh, you shouldn't be saying that. Because stress is one of the key, like, emotions. Like, mm. you know, you should be busy. Oh, I yeah. said I don't feel that busy either. Oh, that you probably that shouldn't have said. I have said. Yeah. But <laughs> I didn't very... mean that, because I, I am very busy, but in, in a way that I feel just so, like... Yeah, like... Nice. It's a good thing Organized. to be on top of it, isn't yeah. it? It's yeah. It's that
1: thing I think we talked about in a different week, although I can't remember what episode it was. That like there's this idea that you should be like snowed <sighs> under and you should be freaking out and yeah. you should be you know but that's not the case, is it? Like you do all your work on time, yeah you're, like doing all your additional
0: stuff. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, I definitely do a lot of work. Yeah, it's not you've... like I'm like sitting around all day, but I just feel like I'm very, I guess, focused. Yeah. So it feels, it feels really good. So that is, I guess, that's not stupid. stupid. I'm not having it. I am not my, having it. My other one doesn't relate to a PhD, but I just. So, I think me and you both have these views of like we we should be equal as as women, right. you know, in this sort of way. Oh god, is this gonna piss me off? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> I'm not gonna go into specifics, but I just I felt quite stupid forgetting that, just because I have these views. Forgetting what? just because i think that i guess maybe like a um a man and a woman can be friends Mm -hmm. maybe because of that like i just assume that we're equal like nothing's gonna you know go weird with it i'm I'm being so so confused
1: (laughs) i am lost so the listener basically basically what's
0: going on just obviously i have a seven-year boyfriend and i think i can have male friends one of your friends has tried it on with you yeah I think so oh no and and this happens all the time and I just feel so stupid that like I think that I can oh. I can I think differently I think oh we like boy like boys and girls can be friends yes but in which reality, they can. which they can but in reality the world we're living in is not everyone has these sort of views and, and people do just see us as objects and as like oh um, they do though, really. So does he has he
1: expressed that he like likes you or has he just tried to no, I'm ease, just like um, a bit
0: forward with you? Yeah, a little bit. And oh. I, Yeah, yeah. Sort of touch my butt. Oh. <laughs> No, (gasps) I'm so mad. No, yeah, yeah, not didn't need to either. I know it just makes me angry. Do you ever need (laughs)
1: to? Oh, let me just get that little bit of (laughs) flour off your bum. Yeah, I don't know why um, flour. I grew up in a city. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, No, so that annoyed. So that really annoyed me. But the stupid for me is just like, I am, I'm always so ignorant in that way of like I want the world to be this way mm. the world isn't this way do
1: you know what I don't want to let that be a stupid either because how can it be stupid to expect better from people oh I know so no he is a stupid bastard yeah that's let, true he is getting that
0: stupid yeah not you yeah so shit I don't want to go into details but that's the detail <laughs> bastard touched your ass I know I know I, I want to ask like, was like, it in my a? Ki- it was so a sh- hug a, a hug goodbye <gasps> and, yeah what well, and his hand just crept down just no it went in for the kill <laughs> uh, <laughs> And, um, I mean, that's violated. And I was We're like, laughing, but that is Yeah, violating. and I was a bit like, at this time, like, oh, you know, was that accident? Did that happen? And then, like, the... M- I was, like, instantly pissed off, like, nah, what? Like, what? Yeah. And, then, uh, and then I was like, no, it did happen, and, and it didn't have to happen. Because
1: it's horrible, because then you question yourself, like, have I given the wrong message, and am I being... But it's ridiculous, yeah. it's nothing to
0: do with you, it's
1: him, Yeah. You know? But I, it does, it makes you feel yeah. like, oh, God, have I presented something that I didn't mean to present? Exactly. Or why should be And I, be I forget on that
0: just because I have a boyfriend doesn't mean people are going to stop trying. No, no. And I just easily... And I think that's why, like, that's my stupid, because I just think... I may think a different way, and I, I want us to be equal and us to be friends, and and for men to value me as a person, not as mm. an object, not as a sexual being. But it's just not the case, and that's why I. Sorry to get like that's heavy, so shit. but no, but, but it's a
1: good space to share, really. Yeah.
0: So that was like that happened. Yeah, I think not too long ago. So
1: obviously right. within
0: this week. No. I
1: hopefully you'll just. Oh, okay, so, do you know what? I actually haven't done anything stupid this week. Right. I haven't. I, no, was, see, I was back in my brain, I was <laughs> like, what have I done that's stupid? And I was like, no, I actually haven't. But I do have a stupid in the sense of something happened which made me feel stupid, I suppose, and then made me start thinking about... It was all linked to imposter syndrome, essentially, but it also links to my genius, so I'm just going to be both together. Okay, go on, So, I'll actually, I have a couple of geniuses, but the one that I was relating to was that I had my first supervisor meeting of the year yesterday, mm-hmm. same as you then. Did you have one yesterday? Uh, or you just had one? Friday. Friday. Um, so mine was yesterday, and we haven't had one since before Christmas, which feels a long time, yeah. I think, even though we yeah, do yeah. on every month. And um, it went really well. Really well. My supervisor actually said, you're doing good, which hearing those words, <gasps> oh my I was like, you know. Those I three magic words. Yeah, and I felt really, really good, and it all went really well. They said, I'm on track time-wise, and et cetera, et cetera. But for some reason, I came off feeling great, but then straight away, those, like, feelings of, shit, but can you maintain
0: this? Can you keep mm. doing this?
1: Suddenly, like, the the year ahead looked way
0: too daunting. And I felt... You felt like you set yourself a standard that you can't, like, obtain. Yeah, attain. it was
1: weird, because I was like, why is this good meeting making me suddenly feel really scared about what's I to come? I feel like that,
0: and I think it's the of the imposter syndrome coming in going you're not fully believing that you are good and yeah. you hearing that going oh no now well, i have doesn't to help so... <laughs> like, yeah it feels good but you're like oh no oh no like i don't know like maybe i've been good for a bit but i can't i'm not good for like a and long period of time and maybe
1: like when i do well they then they can see I'm doing well so like they're like right so now work on this this and this yes so my to-do list has always after a supervisor meeting they always grow don't they like that's normal and I went from knowing I had this to do for example like say if my data analysis right I have 30 transcribed interviews which is a lot of data because they're like an hour long each right and I had all those in nvivo which is a um sort of coding software had them all in there and then I realised that I needed to add all my secondary data Mm -hmm. which I'm also analysing as part of that and it's gone from 30 documents which need coding to over 90 and I was like Oh my god! Oh my I don't know. So it just you know when the PhD zawns in hits you,
0: yeah. Because I feel like January's been quite a like steady yes. incline, and there's nothing really happened. But I've That's had the same. It. I've had the same thing of if people don't know what transcribing is, it's, it's essentially you listen to an interview, an hour long with someone talking, and you just write down exactly what they've spoken yeah. about.
1: I'm not gonna lie. I decided last month. I made the decision, which probably should not be my genius for the year to spend my stipend this year, is in like my bench fees, my additional bench fees on a professional transcriber. Oh, because I'm
0: doing it myself right now. And it's the best I'm... thing
1: I've done, Em. Honestly, if, really? you have the, if you have the funding... I think I do, maybe. I'll send you his, his email address, because it has <laughs> okay. made all the difference, honestly. I,
0: yeah,
1: but give yeah. it to me. <laughs> so come on, let's have your genius, because I've got another little one to end oh, with okay. it. Oh, okay.
0: A few geniuses. I've been, su- oh. this has been such a genius this week. So Sorry. I obviously had the Board of Governors um, come... And I had lunch with them all. And yeah. that was lovely. Is this the
1: thing that you couldn't tell us all about the other day? Or can you no, know?
0: Oh, I'm going to tell that. That's, <laughs> another, that's another one. But this one's, okay. this one's something. And, um, and then we did a, a demo in the lab. And it just went really well. It was really engaging. And um, I had the confidence to speak up and actually have open discussions. Whereas before I would have been like, not your place. Sit down. Right. Keep your mouth shut. But I had really good, and um, I got messaged on Twitter from the CEO of something in kind a of board of governance saying, I, "I feel like we're about to go off on a tangent. Sound really interesting. Would you like to meet for like to talk about it?"
1: Oh my god, that's so. Amazing.
0: I was like, okay, must have. I like. You've like, obviously impressed yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was really good, and then my actual main. I feel like we need a drum roll. Ah, so I applied for this um, Students Excellence Award for the Pandemic Institute. Yeah. And um and I bloody was successful, wasn't wow. I? so I've got three three and a half grand coming my way. Oh my god! And then I, on my supervisory meeting, I was like, um, how do we feel about me going to a big conference in Australia? And they were like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to Australia. Oh my god! If you With actually my... found a conference, so I found a conference in July. Where is it? Um, Brisbane. Oh, I think you maybe yeah. you said you want. I to wanted go. to go. Oh my oh god! Oh
1: my god! i was so amazing. excited. So that's my
0: genius. I'm so excited. That is huge.
1: So who are you gonna go with on your
0: own? On my own. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and like um, I looked up how to get upgraded to business class um, like for free. You've what? Got to, so I'm gonna have to march into my. Why how do it? Apparently you go in business attire, you travel alone, and you sometimes you can just ask like Is there? A, could you bump me up? What? If You don't ask, you don't get. I'm gonna try it. Oh
1: Fuck my it. god, that's
0: amazing! Did
1: I tell you that when I flew? To Watch me Seattle.
2: get kicked out.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'll be like,
1: Oh my god, my favourite scene in bridesmaids helping i'm poor yeah. you know when they won't let her in first class that's gonna be you on the whiskies and the bloody ballet and yeah, whatever it is. i'm gonna try
0: and just smile, but it's gonna be all like charity shop smile. Like
1: sunglasses on yeah. oh my god amazing yeah what's your room um... um no i was just gonna say when i went to that conference in seattle on my yeah. own, i did not attempt to fly business class i wish i had that would have been amazing Should've. but when i was queuing for the plane i met a celebrity no way i mean it depends what circles you're moving i suppose for me he's a celebrity <laughs> My favourite programme ever. It's not Robbie Williams again. Oh my god, don't. He was in Liverpool last week. Was he? He was in Liverpool last week. I was. I honestly nearly cried. Because I didn't know that he owns the like Liverpool Arts Institute or something. I can't remember what it's called now. He owns that and he was there last week giving like talks to all the students. I actually felt... Sick yeah. to my stomach because I could have gone and just yeah, wore, yeah, like yeah. borrowed a lanyard. I don't know. Oh, easy. you easily could just done like a little performance. Yeah. Obviously, they're all <laughs> singers and shit. I digress. You're not so yeah. that's great right? So, my favorite program in the world. One of them is The Last Kingdom. Okay, no, 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 no. <sighs> if you haven't seen it, you have to. Sorry. Anyway, one of the actors from that was behind me in the queue, no. and I said to him, "I was like, excuse me, I don't mean to be rude, but are you Ethelstan?" Obviously, that's not his <laughs> real name, but I knew his captain name. And he was well chuffed, because was he was he? like, no one ever recognises me. He's Aww. dead young, like 20 okay. or something. And then we got a little selfie. No way. And he was saying he was going on a work trip, like, to do some sort of Comic-Con thing. Oh, cool. But he doesn't fly a business class.
0: Oh, does he not? No,
1: because he said that you get the money to use it for the flight, and he always just books the cheapest seat possible and keeps the rest of the money. Oh, my God, that's fair enough. I know, if he's would. not getting upgraded, Emily, I'm sorry I don't think oh, you've got a chance. I'll wash my hair. <laughs> I think you should. <laughs> right, have you got another genius? Because I've got a little. No, um, both of I those. think I'm gone. You go. So in our second week episode, we talked about imposter syndrome. Yes, and we talked about celebrating the little wins. Yes, didn't we? Yes. Well, I've got a little something for us today because it is officially two our two-year birthday on wednesday oh my gosh yeah i completely forgot so i've got some cupcakes oh my god so So, i'm gonna light these and this oh and hope hope there's no fire alarms (laughs) do you know what there is a test fire alarm going off at 10 o'clock today so if that goes off it's not us so happy two years phd cheers two years in (sighs) what was your wish Fuck I didn't make one I didn't that. make one either
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hang I got on it. let me do the book um, To get A PhD yeah. <laughs> One happy birthday she was happy birthday happy birthday Two year anniversary i keep saying which who we're going to call later to bex i'm like you're my uh phd wifey we've oh you've been our, yeah to
1: our, our anniversary is a, so our two your
0: anniversary but so do it, you know what?
1: i think that's what actually pointing at the cupcakes it's the cupcakes <laughs> fault i think that might be where that real imposter syndrome hit me after that meeting it wasn't anything my supervisor said because they mm. were fab it was the thought of shit i've only got she was like did you know that on wednesday it she's, you're officially a third
0: year phd student and that's when i think i was like <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. on wednesday we have a load of new people starting and now we're the scene like i'm the senior yeah we're the furniture oh. that knows what
1: they're doing and people always ask me stuff in the office now like oh do you know this yeah and
0: i do to be fair
1: yeah so i suppose yeah
0: so we're right yeah. but it just doesn't feel like it because it's so like
1: it's gone so fast yeah
0: Anyway, anyway, I think we
1: should get rambling. God, we get ready to ramble. Get ready. Oh shit! I promised myself I wouldn't sing this. To. <laughs> <Did> yeah,
0: <you actually laughs> too much singing the last one. <laughs> Me too. Okay, it's time to ramble, but... and this ramble is about drum roll resilience. <laughs> <That's the worst. laughs> that was the worst drum roll. I, mean, I had one hand. You look like it's... you're having sort fun. Of... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Resilient, yeah. For the for the podcast, I was just slapping my leg because I only had one hand because I was drinking. Left oh hand out the God.
1: coffee. When you just said for the girls, <laughs> that's sounded so i That was for the
0: podcast, wasn't it? It sounds like for, for the girls. I just my words are just <laughs> flopping out my mouth today. Uh, <laughs> I,
1: just... I don't know what it is. You know, like some people don't like moist. Yeah. I don't mind moist, but flopping. know I mean... about flopping? I don't know if it's because it makes me think of flaccid penises. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, it's, it's not. No. Like. You want a oh,
0: especially not out of your mouth. Oh, gosh stop it. Oh, god, stop, stop oh, god. It. my word is um, I think it's like gooey. Gooey, can <laughs> <Gooey. What should laughs> say it like that? Because Min like? goes, Oh, I feel gooey today, <laughs> <laughs> and he means just like relax. No, like, I'm sorry, that's not
1: okay. It's not I You know, can't describe a, yourself as gooey. gooey again for some reason. That gives me, like, it, yeah, it gave me
0: almost yeah. again broke us up Oh, a relationship's so fickle. <laughs> do
1: you know what word I heard a few years ago for the first time ages and I was like I'm going to use that word all the time now Come, cool. stinky stinky I just don't I say it. it very often and then it was someone who has kids said to me oh that's really stinky, stinky. and I was like stinky I, like that. I was like oh uh, that feels
0: yeah. quite nice to say stinky stinky yeah. stinky stanky stucky resilience <laughs> right resilient <laughs> we're resilient in trying to keep keep yes. on topic um, so let me describe what resilience is yeah please do many of you probably know what it is but it's just nice to get a definition so resilience um, is our ability to adapt and bounce back when things don't go as planned resilience don't wallow or dwell in fa- I can't say <laughs> failures. Yeah. Fa- failures. failures failures yeah failures Failures. I think failures failures else. is better so resilient people don't dwell on fa- failures <laughs> They acknowledge the situation, learn from their mistakes, and then move forward. Just like me, and trying to say the word Fail- failing. Failing. Uh, I, I I persisted. And I didn't let it get me down. You overcame. Thank the you. Challenge. Thank you. So um, I thought it would be nice to start off with discussing whether we think we are resilient yes. as people, um, and whether and where we kind of think we got our resilience from, without diving too much into our um, childhood trauma. Yeah. <laughs> would be good that'd be great i don't want that out <laughs> i was actually
1: thinking that this morning i was thinking how am i going to talk about my resilience without just like uncovering all the shit from when i was a kid <laughs> yeah but i same. think like the whole definition of resilient because there's a couple of different ways to define isn't yeah Like what you said which is that whole thing of like being like an elastic band and the yes. idea of you stretch and then you return to the same shape. yeah but then i read something where they described it as well not like instead of but as well mm. as the ability to choose growth in times of difficulty which yeah. I quite liked that because I think the idea of like um snapping back into shape suggests that there's like no change Ah, in yeah. a way do you know what I mean whereas I think if if we think of resilience as like um an opportunity to actually change in mm. a positive way then, in a way, you might like want growth to,
0: rather than just stagnancy. Yeah, so you
1: might not want to snap back exactly into the same no. rubber band because maybe I don't think that, that ever
0: happens, really. No,
1: because your experiences change, yeah. don't they? And like, um, it's the guy Jay Shetty who has a podcast. I think it's called On Purpose, and he was talking all about that, basically, and how
0: like <laughs> basically don't <coughs> listen to our podcast,
1: just listen should, to theirs. You should listen
2: to different podcasts. <laughs> no, ours no. is
0: way better. Yeah,
1: definitely. You know, at, we are so funny. So. <laughs>
0: comedy is one of us yeah
1: exactly comedy Um, but no and he was saying about like resilience is Actually, realizing that you can value or gain value from he called it pain, but I think maybe adversity, yeah, because pain makes it sound like it's just things that hurt, yeah, right? and
0: it doesn't necessarily hurt, uh, no. And like, w- like there's different trauma events, but trauma events can literally be like I walked in and I tripped up in front of people, and that, that was, was like a scooter on a, a <laughs> scooter And that was, that was quite like I don't know, like they don't have to be this trauma, sounds so like dramatic yeah. as well, well there's like little t and, and big t, as yeah, well, yeah, trauma, yeah, yeah, I yeah,
1: yeah, because that's the thing, like, um. And this other thing i was watching was saying um her line was something like adversity does not discriminate it, and she basically said um it was dr lucy hone which i'll mention it later mm. when we talk about strategies but she was saying that if you are a human and you are alive you have experienced adversity yeah. and difficulties yeah. like that's just a fact yeah. you may seem really privileged you may be privileged yeah. you probably are privileged and but you've definitely faced something yes. whether it's like your grandparent having dementia or yeah. you having depression or yes. whatever it might be you and know? this
0: is what so frustrates me when i talk about privilege and people are like but i've had a really tough life oh. what do you mean like yeah. i'm a white straight male like i've, I've yeah. had a really tough life and i think yeah you you can you can personally you can have a really what you're saying is like you could have a very traumatic life yeah but that doesn't come down to your Privilege. No, no,
1: that's the thing. You can be privileged. You can you can have been privileged in your life, but still have gone through extreme adversity. Yeah, yeah. But it just means that one of the barriers that you had to face was not, for example, because you were uh, you know black
0: or because you were yeah. gay or whatever yeah. it is. Isn't yeah, yeah, it? It's, yeah, yeah. But,
1: but I guess it's acknowledging that everyone does have. Yeah. trauma and difficulties
0: and this is why I believe in being nice to everyone well like obviously within reason obviously but um, not that guy you, that touched your ass he can fuck no, off, off. <laughs> yeah not gonna be nice to him but like you know to someone who get, makes your coffee and the, like the barista to the train yeah. guy to, to someone who's really high up just always be nice and we never them. know
1: what people have got going on exactly you?
0: and you know what you just smile at them going hi ah, you are right," like in a positive attitude might just change the day around you yeah. just don't know but if you're an arse to them that could be their final thing of like fuck this yeah yeah I can't be arse anymore absolutely so with that in mind let's talk about do you think you have resilience <gasps> do you know what it's really
1: tricky because how do you know like I think I do mm. um I I heard a stat again off that jay shetty guy yeah they did some study i can't remember when it was or who it was but apparently 80 something percent of people think they're resilient everyone thinks they're resilient but only 57 percent actually, actually were when they did this test okay. so i was like shit am i in the 30 percent that thinks they are but i'm deluded delusion yeah but i don't know i i think i am i do i think i am to be yeah. honest but i would agree what about you i would
0: say you you come off very resilient yeah i yeah so, I think I am resilient, but there are times where I, I do show signs that I'm not as resilient as I thought I was, and then I sort of reassess the situation and go, hang on. Yeah. Okay. But then
1: you reassess the situation, right? So, isn't well, that's, that, make, that yeah, is that's what, what makes you resilient? Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 that's true, that's true. Yeah, I would say, for sure, I'm definitely resilient, and I just sort of... I, I've adopted this new sort of, like, saying, like, it is what it is. Yeah. That's showbiz, baby. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I, I hate that thing of, like, shit happens, but... It does. it does and that's it and like, and
0: like me and Vin just do it all the time like something doesn't go away and we're like ah that's just the that's, way it is
1: that happens yeah and I okay. think if you get into a mindset where and I'll talk about this later when we talk about like techniques of getting more Yeah. if you get into a mindset of thinking that shit only happens
0: to you that's when there's a problem do you know what I mean yeah yeah remember that everyone is going through their own stuff and yeah. everyone is struggling and you know what you might feel like you're struggling the most but to be honest people might be better at masking it yeah you, know, you only see especially in a world of social media you only see like a snippet of their That's amazing so life so you're like oh wait i can't even get out of bed and yeah. this
1: person's this person's having a green smoothie yeah, and going yeah. And, yeah
0: especially for someone like me who has sort of like had my mental health um problems issues in the past or like actually to, to, be, to be fair, to this day if you'd see my instagram you'd be like oh my god she's all oh, she's yeah. active all the time and and at the most part I am but then there are the days where I'm, I do struggle to get out mm. of bed I do struggle to just like have a shower brush my teeth like the, just the basics because yeah. you know
1: but sometimes I wonder if people like you and I because um either I think as you said I I do think we're both quite resilient but also that what you just said then about masking it
2: Mm. I
1: do think maybe we are both quite good at masking when we're not feeling resilient which has its challenges in a way because people just don't think you're having a hard like people don't think I have a hard time ever I don't think because I'm always like yeah yeah I'm really happy because I do and I also think if you present that you can trick your brain a bit into feeling happier. Yeah.
0: yeah, sometimes I literally like i I look nuts but I'll like smile when I'm feeling like or if I'm crying and I don't need and I start like <laughs> laughing because it really just triggers your, that emotion. Yeah. Your brain doesn't know any different and well, it's triggering that happy hormone. That book that so Emily bought me a book um for Christmas, which was like a laughter yoga
1: book, and um one of the exercises in that act you stand in front of the mirror with a pencil or a yeah, top yeah. in between your I've teeth, heard of that. And smile. yeah, and yeah, then yeah. You do like hee hee hee. (laughs)
0: because your muscles can like you're stretching the muscles and your brain doesn't know the difference but i do sometimes look absolutely crazy yeah you must look
1: deranged (laughs) like actually mental but i do wonder if um resilient people uh more is expected of them from other people potentially like for example if if there's someone that i know in my life maybe a friend or a family member who is maybe less resilient then i don't expect as much from them Mm. as maybe a friend
0: that is really resilient but then I don't know. I I say that to Vin and he says, "Well, do you just not set your own standards that high? Is it just you setting your standards, or is it other people expecting that from you?" And I'm like, "I don't. I can't figure it out. I don't know." I know it's me. I uh, think. It is I think it's me. Yeah, but I don't admit it <laughs>
1: because, because me and Lloyd talk about this, and he says I have incredibly high standards in terms of like what I expect from myself, from others, but also from others. And yeah, he, you know, and that is a bit unfair on him sometimes because you know he's like, "I don't expect this from you." I don't know. I definitely put my signs
0: on. Him. I I agree. I, I do this the same. But we're deviating. We're from deviating resilience. from resilience. I believe
1: we've got a little bit of a special twist to today's episode. We though. do. We
0: do because um. So where obviously I get my resilience is through <laughs> childhood trauma, <laughs> which I won't get into. But also sport. I I've been very active and um and for my whole life I've sort of grown my resilience through. Just being active and doing sport and being mm. an athlete, but there is someone that I would like to hear more from because she just seems unshakable. Yeah, you know, like I will come in and a bit sketchy and be like, oh, I've had a bad day, ah. um And who I'm talking? I don't know why I'm like leaving it. <laughs> Bex, I started my PhD with her, um, yeah. and we're both in the same department. And she just seems she's just my like level-headed she's just always so resilient nothing seems to affect her which is obviously not true again I with the mask. does she mask well, yeah like she, she's out. definitely she's definitely like talked about obviously feeling stressed but she just seems to manage it in such mm. a way that I aspire to so I thought it'd be nice to call her
1: yeah I mean and... I find this really interesting because unlike you and Bex, who are both sports women mm-hmm. and you're both athletes you know I did not have that growing up at all like my friendship group well, my school, girls were not encouraged to play sport at all. No. And I was definitely in the friendship group where we would go and smoke in the toilets yeah. rather oh, than play right. sport. So I didn't actually play any sport. I didn't do any physical activity, like, my whole childhood. Jeez. I think I went to a one swimming class. Once. I'm not even <laughs> joking. I did not do anything, yeah. So, like, for me, the first time I ever did any probably physical activity that I really enjoy which is funny because I was always quite physical as a mm. kid like would wrestle my sisters and like and I, l- yeah. I love being
0: strong yeah you're quite inactive yeah sort
1: of. but I, the first time I ever went to the gym was in second year at uni oh wow um and, and that's gym's I, not the
0: good place to start it's though, not but I really I, think, like, enjoyed,
1: it was a really I enjoyed it though like yeah. feeling strong and stuff like that and it's yes. since I've been an adult that I you know I now do pole dancing and yoga and I've done squash and I do all these mm. different things but for me it is not a tool I had as a young person ah, so I'm like really interested it. by
0: what I could have gained yeah. from that so like I think well um you just for me as a gymnast, competing you fall over you fall down you hurt yourself a lot yeah you don't have to, the race you physically have to pick yourself up yeah. and get back on the beam you fall off you pick yourself up you get back on you break your arm you mm-hmm. wait a few months you get back up like it is literal physical resilience. Yeah, yeah. And that can transfer to mental resilience. And there's also like putting yourself in a stress situations. So, like climbing, if I'm doing high climbs, yeah. I have to clear my mind and not think about anything and not panic. Because if you're panicking, you're not going to do well or you're going to mm. fall. So, you, you have to sort of calm yourself in that way and you have to be resilient in that way. So, let's call really Becky. Yeah, let's call them, What she, she has to say, if it's any different from mine. And let's. Oh, oh! Hello, <laughs> I didn't hear ring! ring. That's so weird. Why didn't it call? Can you hear us? I can hear you
1: fine. Yeah. Hello, Bex. Welcome to Stupid Genius. Hello, thank you for having me. Are How you are nervous? On? Am I
2: nervous? Yeah. You say,
0: um, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Good, should <laughs> be. Podcast now is taken off. That's it. Hundreds and hundreds of people listening. Um, so I wanted to ask you, and obviously I briefed briefed you very briefly. <laughs> on um, on what we're going to talk about but we're going to talk about resilience and I wanted to talk you to talk about how you think you being like an athlete um, uh, you know playing sport as a child to now has built your resilience and how that helps you in your I guess PhD
1: and I also want to know Bex because um, we were just talking a minute ago on the pod about masking and like whether really resilient people have to mask resilience sometimes to other people so whether or not you always feel resilient, or whether there are things that sometimes shake that resilience, but yeah, yeah. how you overcome that as well, I suppose. Sorry, two questions. Go. Go. <laughs> We're, <laughs> We're
2: ready. Yeah, I, um, I definitely think the sport thing's interesting. I think because I've always been involved in sport, that competitive kind of environment is quite natural. So I think sometimes that can be kind of transferred to PhD work because. You're trying to be competitive. You know that it's a tough environment, and so you're kind of predisposed to that. Um, and I also think taking criticism is a lot easier when you've been coached for so long.
0: Yeah. Um, why? Why do you think that? Why? Do you, like, just because you have to, or?
2: Yeah, and I guess like being told like, "Honor, oh, you can do better," or being told like, "This is how you do better."
0: Yeah, <laughs> rather than being like. I'm shit a, yeah because <laughs> yeah,
1: like, I suppose like,
2: take it more constructively
0: I guess yeah um, that's what I was going to say I suppose with sport you
1: never just get criticised right it's always well, criticism with constructive you, feedback of this is how to do it better depends
0: on the coach oh but okay. like I think you have different as well you get I don't know about you but you get open to so many different coaching styles you get kind of used to so many different cri- types of criticism right. and, and feedback I don't know about you did you have like a solid coach throughout or have have you had chops and changes Yeah,
2: no, I mean no nah, like I've obviously like I've played like football and hockey and been involved in all different kind of sports so different kind of coaches and I think the common thing across all of that is is how you respond rather than the criticism you get and kind of
0: whilst that'll be different how you respond can always be the same because that's what you Control. Yeah. You Respond well,
2: and if you respond by going okay, like I'm going to do this and I'm going to prove I can
1: do this, then I guess. Yeah, I love that because <laughs> people say, "Don't know, you can't control the people, but you can control how you respond to them." I guess. Yeah. In terms of like, so you've just that I was going to ask you what sport you play. So you've just mentioned football and hockey. And I know, obviously, Em was a gymnast. Do you think there's something different in, like, a team sport, like football or hockey, where you win or lose at the end compared to, like, a sport like
0: gymnastics? Gymnastics.
1: (laughs) What is the sport called? Gymnasticism? I don't know. Gymnasium? You can tell I was not a sports person. um, Where you don't necessarily win or lose. I mean, you might, but you get scored on points or whatever. Like, is there a
0: difference? Yeah, there's definitely a difference. Mine's more based on performance and how it looks, as well as, like, the skill level, whereas yours is, like how cohesive you are within a team, right? But with that, you actually lose, right? You don't win the match
1: or you do win the match. So is that in a way hard just for your resilience because you actually have to accept, like, a loss? I don't know. What do you think, Beth? Yeah, I, oh,
2: good. I'd, that's hard. I think, yeah, I think it's... I wonder if me and Emily would have different views because of that individual team. I don't know. I think my ethos has always been we win as a team and lose as a team. So...
0: That would yeah. make sense. why you're very shared. good as like as a yeah. team member, you're very you're very good, and yeah, but sense that must well. be quite
1: nice having people to share the loss with. Whereas, m you have to burden oh that on your own. Oh my god! Yeah, right? so it was. And,
2: it, and I think it, it helps with that pressure as well. Yeah, um, you're not just working for you; you're working for everyone. And if one person messes up, you take that on your shoulders as well. So you oh. kind of
0: want
2: everyone to do to do well, but you've got to play your part in that for that to be able to happen.
0: That's so yeah, nice. nice. Yeah. Mine was um mine was like you have so say there's fifty people competing against you have one winner. And then right. and then fifty losers and that's how we'd see it. Even though you could have second, third place, fourth place. I came second and I was happy and my coach walked up to me and said, Don't be happy with second, second's the first loser and walked Shit. away. Um <laughs> gymnastics is brutal, I wouldn't <laughs> recommend anyone going into it. So so for like for me to be able to like I don't know, maybe I would have enjoyed team sports more. Yeah, (laughs) it sounds lovely. You do strike me as, like, a team player. I love being in team, like, I am a team player, but my, uh, I guess, I have, like, that weight on me of, if I mess up in a team, I mess up for the team, rather than I, if I mess up on my own, I just mess up for my own. Um, And also, I'm very dyspraxic, so ball sports weren't my jam.
1: (laughs) (laughs) In terms of, like, translating that resilience to the PhD then, Beck. so, like say for example you know you're in your hockey game or whatever and maybe you lose that match how do you think that losing that match and then recovering from that and going on to win the next one or even just to carry on training like how does that translate do you think to being a good academic or like a good PhD student and when I say good I mean resilient I suppose. Mm. Thank you Um, yeah I guess
2: it's hard because I don't think you think about that when you're doing things but I guess when you start to think about it maybe yeah there's certain things that kind of translate i don't know i guess every you're gonna have knockbacks everywhere right mm-hmm. like phd sport life like that is just how it is and i think having that mentality from a young age of all right okay let's go again is uh, it's just something that kind of sticks but it's not obviously not yeah. like everyone gets the days right where you've had like so many knocks down and then get to the end of the
1: day and you like drop something on the floor like a pen and you're like no yeah me, or know? when like your coat I'm gets you and your yeah. coat gets stuck
2: on a door oh my god and you, you want to <laughs> punch the door <laughs> literally
0: well, i've got a question what do you do to like build yourself back up and i guess um sort of molly's first question was one do you feel like you mask you you're a good like masker in your emotions in like so say a day you feel like absolute poop and then you go out, and do you present yourself as just how you normally would? Nothing really changes, but internally you feel yeah. yucky, Um yucky. Was, it, was it stinky? Stinky. <laughs> um, and then, or, and then, um, how do you how do you pick yourself back up? Because we kind of briefly talked on it, but yeah, like does masking
1: does masking that resilience help, help or you t- Yeah, help, help you to actually get there to being resilient, or other things that you do, I suppose, to make you make mm. yourself spring back into. Is yeah. the, that best version yeah. of yourself? Um i d I don't know whether it's the healthiest way of dealing with Oh, that's I'm what we like to hear easily, on this part. Quite
2: easily distracted. So <laughs> um I I don't know, I think if I get overwhelmed or anything I distract myself. So even if I'm even if I have to go out and stuff and I've had a bit of a tough day, that distraction I don't kind of associate that as masking. I just see it as something that is making me happy for the time being, and then when I come back to it, I'm in a better place to kind of deal with mm. those emotions, deal with those
1: thoughts. So what um, would be something you would busy yourself with? Like sport, you mean? Yeah,
2: yeah. Usually sport.
1: Yeah, um, same. Oh my God, so basically driving. sport
0: sport yeah. is everything. To, like, sport has made you guys resilient, but also when
2: you're Keeps. not resilient, you
0: go back to sport. Oh, when, like I'm, when I'm feeling like rubbish in the day, and I've had a bad day, I'll go and do some form of exercise. I'll come back... Obviously, it produces, like, happy hormones anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, exactly what Beck said. I'll be in a better place to sort of analyse the situation that I was in. Or it doesn't even bother me anymore. And then I'm like, oh, I was just was in a, yeah. I was in a yeah. yucky mood. Yeah. I mean, I must admit, I do do that now. Like, I feel like that is in my
1: toolbox, like, having activities mm. to go to, like, the yoga or whatever it might be. But I do, especially speaking to you two now, I do feel like I was almost deprived of something mm. as a kid from not having that outlet. It was
0: definitely an outlet for Um, me, for sure, as well, especially, like, the hectic family life. I could go out and do my sport.
1: Whereas I think me and my friendship group, we were all from, like, quite similar backgrounds, all from, you know, not nuclear families, Mm. and we all started drinking very... I think about 13, we started going out and getting drunk. You know, because you need that sort of of
0: escapism. Yeah, that's what we did. We
1: went out, we drank cider on Mm. the park. Do you know what I mean? Now I'm thinking, oh, my God, if we'd have, like, put that energy that we used to get into trying to find booze on the weekend, if we'd have put that into sport, or, like, I would be Prime Minister
0: right now, you I would, think. You would, you bloody would, <laughs> yeah. I would recommend, though, d- don't put your kid into, like, gymnastics, no. like, full-time, because it is in, like, it's got a history of, like, being very, I mean, that's where, like, my resilience as well, being very, like, verbally abusive and that sort yeah. of stuff, so... so um, pick your sport wisely, pick guys. Pick your sport wise. <laughs> <laughs> I think, also, it doesn't have to be a sport. Like,
2: you can develop that safe space anywhere. Think.
0: Yeah, um, with, like, art or something like that, something yeah, creative. Like,
2: if you can go somewhere and count that as, like, your haven where you go, okay, I'm not actually going to let any of what's going on behind the scenes come into this room with me. And then, yeah, you're not hiding it, you're dealing with it when you come back out. Like, so, if I step into the gym, I'm like, this is a work-thought-free zone. Like, I'm not going to think about anything now. I'm here to work out and to feel good about myself. And when I leave, we'll deal with that after when I'm feeling productive and, and come away from it so like, you write in a paper right you can write a paper for like two days and then go away and come back and be like that is
0: awful I've just worked for, that for two days yeah. because you've had that fresh eyes on it I yeah don't think that's so time is a key one for you like giving yourself like so don't react sort of give yourself time and then assess rather yeah. than being like I feel these emotions and I'm gonna act on it it's sort of like I feel these emotions let's step away for a second and then."
1: I think that is a really nice um thing like to sort of note though bex because someone might be listening to this thinking well i can't play sport maybe you know you can't you're not physically able or maybe you don't like it whatever but you know it makes it almost sound like it's exclusive you know you can only have resilience if you mm, play sport and i guess yeah. what you've just said there yeah. is so true it's, it doesn't have to be sport it's just something where you an, can, outlet. Yeah, yeah. an outlet yeah an outlet definitely for sure
0: yeah oh that's so okay so, Thank you, so wait uh, oh not no, yes. no no we because got... i know you've got a really good quote and bex has told me this before and i was like yes save it for the podcast yes, we yes. have a quote <laughs> i'm keen to hear um, and we can kind of discuss it a little bit so what is your quote okay so
2: i can't take full credit for this quote because i was actually listening to a high performance podcast and um, matt fraser um a big big crossfit guy has kind of given me this inspiration so that's right
0: inspiration um, can come from it any, anywhere well, yeah
2: well, well yeah and the podcast was like all about kind of
0: mindset and things and don't worry uh, none of our thoughts are original
1: on this no. podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll it
2: right in. Um, yeah so it was people don't want to help people who don't want to help themselves um oh, i love it i think so he gave this example of like if you've broken down on the side of the road and you're just sat in your car kind of waiting for AA or whoever, no one's really going to pull over and try and help you. Mm. But if people see someone actually trying to physically push their car down the road, then they will get out and be like, oh, do you need a hand with
1: that? Like, let me help you push. Yeah, Um, yeah, that's so good. I love that. It's so
0: good. And I think I see it happen a lot. And um, me and Molly, we'll we'll let you go because I know you've got to think, but we'll talk about it a little bit later. But, like, people seem to have this chip on their shoulder or... um, uh, and we kind of talked about it as well, like I I have the worst experience in the world. It's only happening to me, so I'm gonna sit stay put and not help myself because woe me, the world sucks and the world's out to get me. And that's sort of that mentality whereas people you know, you can be with people that are an infectious sort of personality that you yeah. want to sort of like you know, and then if someone comes to you with a problem, they'll be like, Okay, I know you're actively trying to help yourself, so let me help you push push that car yeah
1: and the chances are that like in that process of trying to help yourself you will help yourself like yes other people will try to help you but you'll Mm. probably also like accidentally just end up in a better mindset won't you if you're at least attempting to change i mean i don't know about you two but i find there's nothing worse than feeling like i'm not like if i have an issue i do if i'm not actively trying to improve that oh my god Feel that's so the stressed. worst feeling ever isn't it at least you can be like i'm trying yeah. to do something
0: we all know that person as well that you we've given probably the same relationship advice with the same like partner again oh, and again and yeah. again and it at the it gets to a point where you're just like i, I don't know what you want me to say i can't be bothered because you're just not taking my advice you're yeah. not even trying to help yourself you're just you just want to moan and like you you you're just stuck so I'm not gonna I'm stepping back because this is frustrating as hell yeah yeah Uh, yeah that's a great quote such a good quote yeah
1: thanks for that Bex and thank you for Max Fraser Matt Fraser Matt someone Fraser? (laughs) Fraser go on I'll send you later link in the caption link in the caption thank you so
0: much it's been enlightening and we'll see you tomorrow (laughs) see ya
1: bye Bye. thank you Bye. bye Oh that was so interesting like Bex is such a good person isn't she to talk to about like, these sorts of things but
0: She's the best, she's the best for the motivational speech it, like we just, we when we drive to work in the morning I always enjoy our conversation Really? She pumps you up? Yeah we always pump each other up and, oh. and she's just, yeah is, um, as a
1: rock Oh <laughs> no Emily This is a no singing episode Yeah, that's so good. Um, But there was one thing that we talked about then that you mentioned which I think is interesting that whole thing of um, like the problem that Problems that can arise yes. with those when people think that maybe they're the only person experiencing adversity. Yeah,
0: and again and again, when I was reading up on the subject, they basically said resilient people never think of themselves as the victim. They focus their time and energy on changing the things they have control over. So instead of saying, like, um, <clears throat> my boss didn't like my work, the work I did on that project... You say, like, say that. No, you say, my boss, did, <laughs> my boss didn't like that the work I did on that project. Instead of going, my boss never likes my work. Yeah. Instead of saying, I'm not very good at this. No, oh my God. <laughs> Christ, on a bike. Um, you would say, I'm not very good at this, rather than saying, I'm no good at anything. Yes. Um, And then say, like... I, I didn't get the support I needed to finish that project successfully. Rather than saying I messed that project up because I can't do my job, mm. so it's completely just going like sort of flipping that narrative and changing yeah. your perspective on things.
1: <laughs> oh
3: god! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Or on there.
0: I had a bit of chocolate and it just oh, stuck gosh. to the stuck to the throat. So um, yeah. Yeah,
1: changing that mindset. And I think I mentioned her name just before, but I watched a TED talk by. A woman called Dr. Lucy Hone, and she is a resilience researcher. I think in like the psychology domain. Mm-hmm. But she she was already working in psychology, but then she faced a trauma. Her 12-year-old daughter died very suddenly in a car crash. Um, and from she was already researching resilience, which must have been a strange position yeah. to be in. C- you know, continued researching it. But she talks about this, and she says that like, yeah definitely you need to avoid that mentality that like the world is out to get me and mm. only me you know so acknowledging that e- what we talked about before about everyone experiencing suffering yeah. but then she also says that resilient people carefully select where they direct their attention to so they focus on things that they can change and accept things that they can't so what she says is yeah. it's not about ignoring the negative it's not about ignoring the fact that your boss didn't like your work this day right no. but it's about turning that into a good or at least acknowledging the good because I think when yeah. you get into a rut where you're really your resilience is not high at that time we notice all the negative things that happen right oh god I got a parking ticket oh god is this but then you fail to notice like mm. oh that cashier um gave me a free coffee yeah. or that person smiled at me really nicely like you miss those nice things and you can
0: always learn from your mistakes I always try and go well I won't do that again Hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. okay right remind yourself to buy the parking ticket like yeah you idiot like sort of thing like don't but don't dwell on it and sort of yeah that sort of well that Jay
1: Shetty guy was saying that the key thing or he says that literally the thing that is absolutely imperative to being resilient is reflection Mm. and you know everyone's going to experience something bad but it's what you do with that bad thing Do you reflect on it it's like what you were saying before about assessing things afterwards If you reflect on that, then that gives you the opportunity to turn that pain, that challenge, that That
0: difficulty
1: into a learning. Mm. And then from that, you can sort of learn, Okay, well, maybe I value something more now. Maybe I value something less. So, for example, like when I had that experience working in that corporate grad scheme, from that, I learned what I valued more and what I valued less. Yeah. Actually, what I valued less. I always thought my whole life I wanted money because we didn't have any growing up. Yeah, same. So I always thought yeah. I want to be. I want have money. I want to have money. Yeah. I had money and I
0: was like, oh, this is shit. Yeah. I, and I want like, a better quality of life. I want to see my family. What does friends. that mean to me? I want
1: to see my family. Yeah, So I learned. Oh, from I that. see this
0: all the time with my male friends. Sorry, guys. To like, like, but they are so driven by money. And their quality of life is just so crap. They, I'm like, but what can you do with that money? You're working twenty four seven. you don't get to enjoy any of You don't get to enjoy any of it. For me, I always assess myself when I'm old, what do, what am I gonna look back on? Hundred percent. And I, I think did. I'm gonna I'm gonna look back on the memories I made, the the yeah. travels I did, the adventures, the connections I made, not like, oh wow, I made 100k in that year not that we're making that at all (laughs) one day (laughs) one day but Um, it's like you see
1: that thing don't you? like about diet culture and stuff and they say like oh when you're 80 years old and
0: you know you're in your care home or wherever you might be
1: no one at that age looks back and says oh god the best thing about i'm my so 20s, glad I was like, yeah
0: i'm so glad i worried about my weight yeah so no long. one gives yeah. a shit about yeah. that stuff so it's like i think that about like i i say it's people frown at me but i'm like when you're 80 your tits are to your knees yeah you're gonna be looking back going i wish i loved my perky bloody tits more <laughs> well it's like i remember being like
1: you know 20, and I would look back at pictures when I was 18 and be like, I wish I had that body. Every, I hated my body. At every year I did
0: it. Yeah. Every year I'd be like, oh my God, I looked really good in that bikini. Oh God, I wish I looked like that. But at the time And then, I didn't and, then the year, and then I hated myself at that point when I was like, oh, I looked disgusting, but I wish I looked a year it's younger. Ridiculous. And then the year would go along, and I'd look back a year ago, and I'd be like, oh my God, I was so fit in like, oh, I need to get back to that point. Yeah. I, it took me actually two, I think a year ago, I, like, I was like, that needs to stop. Enjoy it now. Enjoy it. Yeah. And I actually did a whole year without looking in the mirror and going yuck sort yourself out yeah there'd be moments where i'd be like oh my god and, and then i catch myself and be like no
1: i suppose you have used that reflection tool you know yeah. really well and you yeah. become more resilient yeah. one little thing i wanted us to do right so that this dr lucy Holmes says to do it's a little activity and they did a study in 2005 right to see if um it was like to see if they could improve resilience mm-hmm. so for every single day you list three things that are good that happen in your day so it could literally be like a dog came up to me and like i got to pet this dog or whatever i don't know it could literally be anything right so at the end of each day you list three things that um were good that happened in your day and after six months of this study those that did it had higher levels of happiness mm-hmm. higher levels of gratitude and less depression yeah so i think for this weekend let's do it let's write three things every day and then we'll see how we feel next week
0: yeah it's not gonna so be a miracle cure <laughs> oh but my you God. never know i'm really bad at like committing to because i've been trying to do this five minutes of journal in the morning as well and i keep um, forgetting to do it so do you know what if, if we... i i'm so sorry if i forget but, I'll but we'll and... hold each other accountable yeah, i think if
1: it. you do things as like um uh, you know if you make the agreement with someone
0: then i'll yeah. be like right well, i need to to do yeah. this because Emily's
1: going to be yes. It. That's true, and, and I feel like that's how we do, it, we do it.
0: Yeah, with our stupid and our genius. Because every week I'm like, oh my god, no real stupids but I've had real genius moments. What the hell? And do you know what? That is actually it's it was, been a it's confidence reflection, boost. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, as yeah, well. yeah. Like in
1: terms of our resilience, that is surely going. to How be often do you
0: do that weekly? Never. No, and it's only because we're doing this that we do it. Yeah, yeah. And in a PhD, I can't tell you how much resilience you're going to need because you're going to have criticism constantly from your supervisors. Yes. You're going to have challenges where you just never even thought about challenges you're gonna i personally have grown so much in mm. these two years than i probably would have done in any other job yes so yeah i so... must admit
1: like with the phd i think going into it like when you're not doing a phd you think wow people who do phds well are geniuses that hence yeah. you know that hence <laughs> yeah. the joke in our title but um it's that idea of like they must be so academic and and i mean i guess you have to have a certain level of oh, yeah. oh fire, alarms, fire alarm get off, guys hopefully you can't hear that um you have to have a certain level of i guess academic ability or whatever but doing the phd made me realize that is the smallest part of it yeah. actually what you need is resilience and that ability to take the criticism bounce back bounce back yeah not take it to
0: heart and just sort of have that sort of out of body experience of your PhD project. That's how I kind of see about yeah. it about it. Yeah. And the
1: nice thing about resilience, hopefully that people have maybe gathered from us chatting mm-hmm. about it today is you can change it. Yeah. And if you feel if you're sat listening to this thinking, Oh God, my resilience is crap when anything bad happens to me, you know. I feel like I the world's like
0: crumbling. Yeah. And you know what? That does happen more, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Through I don't know, loads of different tools you can sort of you can do very like active like therapy and that sort of stuff if you feel yeah. like your resilience is really bad. You can go meditation, but you can also do like little stuff like the things that bring you instant joy. Like for me, exercise. Yeah. For someone else, it could be painting. For or someone like else, the it could be watching is... TV. It could be Lifting literally just these three things every day. Yeah, you know, yeah, all these yeah, yeah. Small things. There's so, such small things that you can do. Oh, Hopefully. small things. Oh. Truth is, no. <laughs> True, da, da. no. I don't know
1: the words on that. <laughs> Say it, ain't so.
0: Okay, I only <laughs> joined in. And then I'm gonna go. go. Well,
1: I'm just gonna make this your item. Right <laughs> Right, I think um we are gonna hear a little bit of inspiration for our desperation next.
0: Hell yeah!
1: A little bit of a change today because obviously we've already had an amazing quote from Beck, so I will not be sharing a yeah. quote, but we do have one coming your way from Lloydie.
0: Good old Lloydie. So I'm a little bit
1: nervous about this one. Let's see what he has to, to offer.
0: Some inspiration for your desperation.
1: Okay, so Lloydie's actually ringing us. He's that organised. Here we go.
2: Oh,
1: hello,
0: Lloydie. Welcome to Stupid Genius. Hey, uh you're right? Yeah, you okay? Yeah, not bad. Need a wee, but could could be. (laughs) We do.
1: We need a wee, but we're powering through because we are highly resilient individuals. (laughs) (laughs) With that, dedicated. How's work going today?
3: yeah good you know just a classic uh, tuesday morning
1: what's it's a classic tuesday morning oh
0: checking okay. on the old emails
1: checking the emails
0: yeah classic <laughs> i always do that in the <laughs> morning till 12 till lunch
1: <laughs> so um we've been talking about resilience on the pod today and um we're really yeah. keen to hear what inspiration you've got for us okay
3: hey, so i thought of one j- just this morning oh, okay um, and is still, it short um, conception based Oh. as the last week and it's probably not as long either so oh
1: thanks oh it's not conception based so it is conception based
3: no it's not conception based okay.
1: ok great and well, it's let's nice it. short and
0: punchy <laughs> wait a minute I've got to think I didn't write it down this time
1: oh, oh okay. shit
0: ok here we go <laughs> this is a test then this is the test of the mind
3: alright um, <laughs> resilience is not bought
1: or given it is earned through experience
0: did You make that up, B? Yeah. That's bloody good, that. That's really good. I don't believe you made that. up. No, I don't. <laughs> so good. 100, I did then. I was like,
3: Molly texts me and about 25 minutes ago, saying bye, and I totally forgot about
1: it. Um, yeah. I was gonna to say, me. I did tell you. <laughs> Honestly, there. these boys, I swear <laughs> to
0: God, they're like, no, I never even heard I about just it. Found <laughs> <out>. <laughs> she told you at the weekend. I know this. I definitely did. Yeah. Right, so can you can read you explain that? that? Really, oh, no, I I want, want to hear it again. Hear it again and then explain it. Thank you very much.
3: Okay
1: be different I to again, I can't
0: <laughs> resilience is not
3: bought uh, or... is not bought or given it is earned through experience
1: do you know what i'm gonna get that on a t-shirt yeah <laughs> that's mean, so, so, it's good. so good can you explain it
3: uh so you know you can only get more resilient by being in situations that require you to be resilient no one is born you know amazing in every situation there's always improvements to be made um if you live a life of ease you're probably not as soon as things get tough you're probably not going to be very good in those so when you're in a position of difficulty remember next time you're in that same position you'll be better equipped to handle it
0: so what if you live the life of luxury and you don't really get yourself in or like you've had a very lucky life yes and you're, you're not going to be as resilient you're not going to be as resilient so how would you suggest someone put themselves through those sort of tough Times would you say
1: you can't put
3: yourself (laughs) through? I don't think. Or would you would you do
0: stuff that's out of like your comfort zone? I guess would that be more of a suggestion?
3: Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, like if you're, it doesn't necessarily mean you know resilience.
0: (laughs) Go get yourself some trauma. In terms
3: of like, I don't know, writing an essay and you've only got you've only left yourself an hour to do it. You know. Yeah. uh, you 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 could do something else. Like I don't know, a good example of that perhaps. Yeah, we or like,
0: or like, if you so <laughs> if you haven't ever, I don't know, learn how to drive, and if you're scared about driving, you learn how to drive, like put yeah, yourself through. Yeah, do you see scares, scares you? you? That
1: whole quote of like, yeah. um, "What doesn't kill you makes you stronger," isn't yeah. it? Which some people attribute yeah. to, to God. <laughs> <words in. laughs> oh my God, you did say that. It's actually Nietzsche. It's the <laughs> it's Nietzsche, no.
2: Oh, I can't Fuck believe off. you just said that quote. <laughs> I want to see it. See <laughs> no, it.
1: Go on. <laughs> Um, okay. but it is that, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah you can yeah. only you can only get stronger if you experience shit no, Yeah it literally is true. Yeah, it is true. So okay. go out there and find well, yourself some trauma. When the
0: going gets tough. Go on, sing it for us. Sing us out when the going gets tough when the going gets tough the, yeah. get going. the going gets tough gets no, i done. think we
1: should definitely get going
0: thank you very much uh thanks for that cheers
1: oh, i really yes. enjoyed that
0: thank you bye cheers. have a good day bye. Love, love you, you. Loving you. <laughs> so um
1: yeah what doesn't kill you makes you stronger is not kelly Clarkson. Still... it's nietzsche okay <laughs> oh get yourself some culture am i <laughs> i just i need a wee so bad yeah same
0: oh so that was such a good quote from our lawyers. Actually actually was really good and i'm proud i'm so surprised it came from his own brain and he's so well, he's so smart you picked a... he's a man of many talents what yeah. can i say he's put himself through a lot of different. Stuff to make himself resilient enough to create a quote. Yeah, quotes.
1: to be fair, I would love to actually go into Lloyd's resilience one time. I mean, he was in the Navy, that's got to make you a bit resilient. Oh, wow. Yeah, but definitely.
0: Yeah, come on then, let's round things up. So, we're going to round things up. Um, I'm going to repeat Bex's quote because it was really, really yep. good. Let's it. Um, and so, no one wants to help someone who isn't willing to help themselves. Yeah. Um, I got Bex to send me this, and she said, now it seems a bit harsh now I've seen it written down. <laughs> But I don't think it is. It's I think like it's, that tough love thing. Yeah, I think it's tough love. And I feel like the people that I see succeeding in PhDs or I see really, like, sh- thriving is the people that can deal with tough love. Mm-hmm. And and quite competitive people. Yes. So, But maybe that's, like, the people that I surround myself with because, obviously, I know I'm competitive. I think you are competitive. Yeah. I know Bex is. Um, yeah. And I think that that's, that's what makes you, like... It's sort of a mentality of, like, I want to... Yeah. I do know. If someone tells me I can't do something, I'm like... I'll prove you wrong. Let me prove you wrong. Amazing, yeah. So, so that's that sort of... I we've think.
1: had some, yeah, good tips. So you've got to help yourself before anyone else is going to... Self-reflection is key. Mm-hmm. Recognising that it's not only you. Everyone faces adversity, I Yeah. Suppose. And then... Um, like Lloydie said. Experience it. Yeah, and relax. relax. <laughs> oh my god.
0: I'm self-reflecting on on this podcast. Don't sing again and stop trying to be like, yeah. stop what, talking. Wait, stop talking. <laughs> 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 All right, this has been Stupid Genius. Ow, I've just hit my hand. And goodbye. See you next week. See you next week.